Hey guys, you're listening to the English Made Simple Show. This is episode number 301, number 301, numeros 301. Welcome, amigos y amigas. Welcome back. This is your host, Milena, speaking. You're tuning in to the English Made Simple Show. You can learn more about the EMS show, what it is all about, when you visit EnglishMadeSimple.net. If you want to listen to the podcast straight from the website, you can. Just type in EnglishMadeSimple.net slash podcast and you will be taken right to the podcast player. And while you're there, you can find a huge repertoire of the EMS episodes as well as useful resources to help you accelerate your English learning. Thank you, everybody, for joining me today. I'd like to welcome everybody back to the show. So here we are in uh, January of 2023. And lucky for us, we have avoided another zombie apocalypse. <laughs> okay. I hope it stays that way for the remainder of the year. So this year, the year of 2023, is the year of the rabbit, the animal rabbit. According to the lunar calendar. It's not according to me. It's <laughs> according to the lunar calendar. So what is this lunar calendar? The lunar calendar, the lunar new year, I should say, starts from the uh, 23rd January and it ends on the 9th of February. What this means, there will be festivals in Australia around this time. Normally, the majority of people go out in um, and celebrate in capital cities. They attend all these festivities uh, to usher in the Lunar New Year, the Chinese New Year. And every year there's a new horoscope for me to read. <laughs> That's what I'm excited about. I don't know what the other people are celebrating. Uh, so every new, every new year, every lunar year, there's a new horoscope for me to read uh, that gives, <laughs> gives me hope for the remainder of the year. Uh, yes, I'm interested in horoscopes. Um, I want to avoid the zombie apocalypse this year. So I'm looking for signs of hope everywhere, including horoscopes. Okay, back to uh, the year of the rabbit. Uh, the, so the year of the rabbit sounds really cute, right? It's that little cute animal. So it sounds much better than the word zombie. <laughs> so the year of the rabbit, it's already hopeful when I say that, that this year we are going to avoid the uh, zombie apocalypse, hopefully. So let me read the following paragraph with you. The article uh, that I'm going to share with you now is from a website called Cartas. I have no idea what uh, this website is about. Anyway, you can do a quick Google search and you can find uh, the meaning of the year of the rabbit, what it all means. You can find the meaning on any website. So if you just Google um, the year of the rabbit and you will get something like this. It doesn't have to be this article that I'm sharing with you. You can find any article online. Okay, just do a quick Google search and you'll find the meaning of the year of the rabbit. So here goes the excerpt. Goes something like this. One second. It's a bit long, this paragraph. So here we go. In Chinese astrology, 2023 is the year of the water rabbit, also known as the year of the black rabbit. In addition to the 12-year cycle of animals in the Chinese zodiac, each animal is associated with one of five elements like wood, fire, earth, 
metal, and water, which are associated with their own life force or qi, you know, qi, it's a Chinese word, I believe, and corresponding luck and fortune. So the rabbit is the symbol of longevity, peace, and prosperity in Chinese culture. Thus, 2023 is predicted to be a year of hope. Oh, that's great. I already used the word hope today when I said I hope we avoid another zombie apocalypse. Amazing, I think we are on the right track, amigos. So let me continue. The last sentence says, The rabbit of 2023 falls under the wood element, um, whatever that means, with water as the complementary element. I have no idea what that means. But the next sentence says, which makes sense, since water helps wood or trees to grow, well, 2023 will be a strong wood year. So that's great. How nice. Isn't this great news, amigos? Great. My husband is rolling his eyes. <laughs> he doesn't believe in horoscope signs or zodiac signs. He's already <laughs> rolling his eyes. Uh, we've just started the show. So what about you, amigos? Uh, do you read horoscopes? I think they are fun to read, don't you? I think I did an episode on this a few years ago where I confided in you guys that I love reading horoscopes. Uh, probably lost some listeners because of that. <laughs> Uh, so my zodiac sign, if you want to know, is Leo. I was born in August. And my Chinese uh, zodiac sign is Rooster. So there we go. Something personal you know about me. All right. So January has been pretty quiet for the English Made Simple podcast. Um, yes. And that wasn't in the horoscope. We, I didn't read anything about the EMS podcast in the horoscope. I haven't released a new episode in January, as you can see. Uh, we're still in January. It's 31st of Jan now in Australia. Almost midnight, so going into February. Um, I have decided to take a little R&R. I'll explain more about what R&R means later in the show. It's an acronym that native speakers love to use. But first, let me tell you three things I did in January. I only did three things, all right? So you understand why I've decided to take a break. It's quite exhausting to do three things, you know? Okay, number one. Well, I visited my family in Melbourne. I drove from Adelaide to Melbourne. So that was eight hours of driving. Uh, we welcomed the um, new year in another city in Victoria, the city called Geelong. And Geelong is about one hour's drive from Melbourne. Uh, so we did a bit of traveling this month, so I wasn't able to work. Uh, number two, when we got back to Adelaide, I felt quite sick. I felt sickly. Um, I had to stay in most of January. I had to stay in bed. I had a fever, dry chesty cough, and a sore throat. I also... In addition to all of that, I also lost my voice due to me coughing a lot, like cough, like <coughs> this type of sound, right? So I was coughing a lot and I lost my voice. And all this happening, all this is happening in the middle of summer. Now we are in summer here in Australia. It was like 30, 40 degrees at some stage. So people normally don't get sick in summer, you know, they don't get these uh, symptoms very rarely, I would say. 
So you may be wondering, what the heck was wrong with me? Well, if you're smart enough to add 2 plus 2 together, then you may have guessed it by now. I'll tell you what I had. It was the zombie apocalypse, (laughs) zombie virus. It's the C word, okay? It's that god-awful C word that had us locked down for two years. Well, it took me about two weeks to fully recover and my voice is finally back. Still a bit husky, but it's still it's a bit back, I would say. My husband is not happy about that. He now listens to me all the time now that I'm able to speak and I've got my voice returned. Um, he now listens to me nag and complain about things all day. He preferred it when I lost, when my voice wasn't there, when I wasn't able to speak. All right. And number three, well, today I'm feeling much better and I'm ready to record the first episode of uh, this year, 2023. And that's it. Uh, The last thing I wanted to share with you is that I'm finally able to record the first episode of this year. Okay, so it took the whole month, as you can see. Let's get cracking. So let me tell you about the acronym R&R. Okay, what does that sound to you, amigos? R and R. Probably a bunch of gibberish when I say it. So when I say R, that is a letter in the alphabet. R for Robert, R for Rolling Stones, R for Relax. It's an acronym that you may not have heard of before. R and R. Two, uh, two letters R I'm saying here. I don't mean rock and roll, okay? But you can remember it this way, rock and roll. Everybody knows what rock and roll is. So I'm saying R and R. So it's not rock and roll in this case, uh, but rest and relaxation. That's what the acronym or abbreviation stands for. To rest and relax. And after you rest and relax, you can rock and roll if you want. No problems. You can do Whatever you want. Um, according to Well Intelligente or the online dictionary, there are other phrases that describe this acronym. Uh, they're as follows. So you can either say rest and relax or rest and recreation, rest and recuperation, rest and relaxation. Example from the online dictionary from Britannica. So what does R and R mean? It means a period of time when you stop working and you're resting. So, for example, he went to his parents' house in Florida for a little R&R. So, we're using initials. Here's another example. He was uh, enjoying a few hard-earned days of R&R. Those were some examples for you, amigos, from the online dictionary over at Britannica. So it's written with abbreviations, Um, it's an acronym, using only the initial letters of words rest and relaxation. So letter R, letter R from the alphabet, and it's often spelled with capital letters uh, when used in a sentence. Does it make sense, amigos y amigas? What about you? Did you have a nice break in January? Did you go somewhere for a little R&R? Cool bananas. On the other hand, uh, you might have seen R&R could mean something else. Uh, So it doesn't always mean rest and relaxation. Looking at it from an academic point of view, the abbreviation R&R means read and review or revise and resubmit. 
Okay, so this is mostly for people who work in academia, who do research and things like that. You might hear this acronym um, R&R written somewhere, or you might see it somewhere. But for the purposes of today's episode, we will refer to R&R as rest and relaxation, because that's what I was doing in January. So I hope uh, you too had some well-deserved R&R in January. And that's it for today, amigos. There we go. Uh, now you know what has happened to me this year so far. <laughs> Very exciting. I did three things, basically, mostly including uh, R&R, okay? Tune in to the next episode where we cover more business vocabulary. There are a couple of more phrases I'd like you to learn that I think will be helpful to you um, to use at uh, work, in your workplace. In the next episode, I'll cover more business vocab. We'll cover the following phrases, um, what it means when someone uses the following phrasal verbs and expressions like paid off, hands on and conscious of your time. Okay, that's expression. Thank you for listening and tuning in to today's episode. Uh, don't forget also to visit EnglishMadeSimple.net slash podcast anytime to continue to the uh, to continue listening to the rest of the episodes. It's been a pleasure and I hope you've learned something new today. If something um, wasn't clear, be sure to send me an email. Let me know so I can help. You've been jamming with Milano from English Made Simple. Until next time, hasta la próxima. Mm-hmm.